Hello, and welcome to Heather's Optimistic Hope Podcast. I am Heather Scamahorn. I am married. I am a mom of four. I am a BRCA1 three-year breast cancer survivor, praise God. And I have a deep desire to connect with all people, um, giving them optimism, positive hope, even in the darkest possible, most devastating moments in their life. And I will use this podcast to encourage all of us to spend time in prayer with the Lord and to give you resources of speaking good intentions into our mind because we are what we tell ourselves. We are what we think. If our mindset is crappy, then we are not going to feel good about ourselves. We are going to feel very defeated and the devil delights in that. So this podcast has been on my heart for some time. Quite frankly, I was a bit of a broken mess, so I had to allow God to come in and totally revamp my mindset and my heart and to be able to walk in His confidence knowing that I could fully embrace others and really help them to be optimistic and find joy. Okay, so I want to start with a devotion, okay? As you come to know me more intimately, you grow increasingly aware of your sins. This presents you with the choice to focus on your flaws and failures or to rejoice in my glorious gift of salvation. When you keep your focus on my sacrifice for your sins, you live in the joyful awareness that you are wonderfully loved. There is no greater love than mine and it is yours forever. The best response to such a fathomless gift is to love me with all your heart. Tragically, many people think they have little or even nothing for me to forgive. They have been deceived by the prevailing lie that there is no absolute truth. They believe good and evil are relative terms, so they see no need for a savior. These deluded ones do not seek my forgiveness and their sins remain unpardoned. The evil one's deceptions have darkened their minds, but I am the light of the world and my light can shine through you into their lives because you are my follower. You never walk in darkness. You have the light of life. Psalms 13, 5 through 6, John 15, 13, Matthew 22, 37 through 38, John 8, 12. I have been reading Eric Worre's GoPro book. I am a complete book nerd. I love education. I love trainings. If you have not read that, or even if you don't know who he is, please educate yourself in his story um, and what he stands for. He is someone I look up to. I I draw great inspiration from. Um, So I want to read these 20 intentions that we should be saying to ourselves daily. Number one believe. I will believe in myself and my abilities. Number two, gratitude. I will be thankful for all that I am given. Three, love. I will approach every living being with love and acceptance. Four, kindness. I will be kind to everyone and everything. Hope. I will keep a positive attitude. Six, confidence. I will acknowledge my strengths. Seven, joy. I will smile and live my day with playful curiosity. Eight, ease. I will be at ease and enjoy simple moments. Nine, 
integrity. I will be true to myself and my values. 10, balance. I will consciously create balance in my day. 11, generosity. I will give of myself and share all that I have. 12, flexibility. I will bend so that I do not break. 13, courage. I will face my fears with strength and courage. 14, tolerance. I will keep a light heart. 15, humor. I will keep a, I will keep a light heart. 16, harmony. I will work with the world around me. 17, forgiveness. I will forgive and not hold grudges. 18, truth. I will seek truth in every possible being of my life. 19, humility. I will acknowledge my weakness. 20, simplicity. I will simplify complicated situations. And then I want to um, read this I am poem, okay? I am motivated, beautiful, strong, deserving, blessed, empowered, prosperous, creating, intelligent, bold, growing, learning, living, inventing, unstoppable, inspired, achieving. Okay? And then here are some self-love affirmations. I am worthy of loving and being loved. I trust myself. My body and my feelings are valid. I am doing my best. It is enough. I attract love into my life. I am beautiful. No matter what I look like, I nourish my body with good food and exercise. I can accomplish my goals. I am kind and smart. I am love. So I am now going to read one of my favorite chapters. It's Romans 8. It just speaks to me about who we are in the Lord, okay? Before I do that, I'm going to share a quote, and it deals with talking about being a great leader. It's from General Colin Powell. Great leaders are almost always great simplifiers who can cut through argument, debate, and doubt to offer a solution everyone can understand. So this is Romans 8, okay? So if you're feeling discouraged and you're just not sure, you know, many people have been laid off. You're just not sure how the bills are going to happen. You're worried about your children. You are having trouble moving out of the bondage of your past mistakes. I'm going to read this and this will give hope life through the Spirit. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, and that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so He condemned sin and sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature but according to the spirit those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on on what the nature desires but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires the mind of sinful man is death but the mind controlled by the spirit is life of peace 
The sinful man is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can he do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit. If the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to the sinful nature to live according to it, for it is to live according to the sinful nature you will die. But if you live by the Spirit, you put to death the misdeeds of the body you will live, because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not deceive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are the children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. And indeed, we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectations for the Son of God's sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope, that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as if the pains of childbirth ride into the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves, who are the first fruits of the Spirit, growing inwardly as we await eagerly for the adoption of sons, the redemption of bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes with us with groans words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the minds of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will more than conquerors. As we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus who died more than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered asleep to be slaughtered. 
No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will able to separate us ever from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want to thank everyone that will hop on and listen to this. Um, I am so encouraged. I want you to know you are loved, you are valued, and you are listening to a woman who knows what God can do. Is it easy to forgive? No, but it's for us. It's so we do not stay trapped in our bondage. We are able to move and be the confident children of God that he always designed us to be. And here's the thing. Hope stands for hold on pain ends. Okay. So if my pain, what I went through will help only one person, it is worth it. So God bless you. I'm going to close this out in prayer and I am very excited to tick this off my bucket list and it just really uplifts my spirit. I hope it does the same to yours. Heavenly Father, help us to walk out in boldness and to be your love to all people. People are scared. People are worried. Um, They are bombarded by our fleshly need of wanting control and, and the unknown. And I pray that you would help us to be love to them. I pray that you would This would be a platform in which people can come and be loved on and maybe work through some anger and past hangups that they are really struggling to get out of. Lord, I pray that this would be a safe place, a refuge, and that they would feel uplifted and deeply loved and valued and just know that your desire all along is bringing them to a close communion with them. Lord, I'm grateful. I thank you. And we just love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, you guys. Love you all. Bye.